This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, we should give you your Alpha Bucks letter and answer. Tomorrow, A for Apple. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to be honest, tomorrow, gettable. We said that yesterday. But today's was kind of gettable, but just messed up, right? Can I just say, and I've said this so many times, but kudos to the people that are doing the work right now and listening to the podcast and getting the clue. Because it really, we we genuinely want to give it away. And then we'll always come down to like the question we gave away in the podcast. Literally what happened today. You could be a thousand dollars richer. Come on. Uh, So starting with the letter A, name me a flavor of soup. That is a hard one. Right? I thought so too. There's only one answer on my sheet. I'm, I keep thinking apples, but it's not. No, it's not apples. Asparagus. Asparagus soup. Yeah, I like a broccoli soup, so asparagus would I didn't know good. there was such a thing. Well, according to this sheet, but it you is. you can make anything into soup. That's true. Well, yeah, but asparagus is the only answer I'm coming up with right now, so. Okay, that's a good one to give away. That yeah. That is, that's, yeah, wow. Yep. I feel like that's a tricky one. So, and that's definitely the hardest. Definitely. Well, it's the one that my brain went like, I got no chance at this. Yeah. You know, sometimes you see the answer for us. We see the answer on the ship and we go, oh, yeah. But that one I might not. What we try and do with the ones, other thinkers, like sometimes we'll give away the five letter words and stuff like that. Yeah, Anything yeah. where you have to use time actually thinking of the answer, like whilst you must get, might get it correct, you know, eventually it's a time game as well as it is, you know, a knowledge game. I'm going to give a little bit of extra advice on uh, tomorrow's one, but just in general moving forward as well, because I noticed it's been tripping people up. Know your nouns, verbs, and adjectives. Yes. Um, I again, don't. a thinker. I, I, I'm literally someone who I have to go, verb, doing word, adjective, describing word, noun, naming word. I have to think about that before yeah. I get into it. Oh, you just nailed it, mate. I know, but I have to think about it. Like, yeah. like before. So if you said, Which Alan, one is that? Name me an adjective starting with A. I'm like, adjective, describing word, adorable. Like, I just know. Yes. You know, like, you name me a verb starting with, um, you know, A. I'll be like, uh, you know, like, and I have to think, of, what's it? Doing and, word, A, um, uh, archery. <laughs> periodic tables come up a lot. Is archery actually a doing? I don't know. Anyway, so what? Is, oh, periodic table? Yeah, that's the and one we've seen a Pokemon, few times. Pokemon, weirdly. Yeah. Someone who does the when, questions when, loves Pokemon. When Pokemon is on the sheet, normally the ones we give away because we're like, who's the hell's going to get this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they're first generation. Yep. Second generation, that's hard. So true. So true. Um, and that's where we should probably leave it, right? Yeah. I think that's that's everything, isn't it? Oh, listen to the podcast, Luke and Sassy Scott. Great. Great um, chat. And when I say that podcast, not just this one, we've got a bonus extra one yep. um, of the full interview. I wonder if it's edited. It's edited. Uh, I don't know like whether... Like swear words. Yeah, I, I know that's where you're going with it. I don't know. That's a Shelby question. <laughs> but either way, it is a great... Like, we were in stitches talking to those two. They're very funny. They're so funny. So funny. We like them. And they like us, it feels. So it's a mutual a bunch of light. Actually, I don't know if... I, oh, I'll get into it quickly. I had an awkward situation with them. Go on. So I I'd said, I told you about this this morning. Yep. So I am huge fans of them and I come across them um, on their TikTok. Now, I'm, I'm an original fan. I remember when Luke and Sassy Scott was just Luke's account. It was him annoying his brother and yep. his brother didn't even have TikTok. That's right. Um, I, I got onto them around then as well, but I didn't follow them. Like, But I remember seeing those videos and just loving like how fired up this yes. Scott guy would get. And yeah, it was just Luke's account. And now they're like at 3.5 million on TikTok. But I, I call myself a fan and I go on the listener app um, and I listen to the Luke and Sassy Scott podcast. Me yep. and my husband, Russell, we love it. Yep. So I would say I am fans of theirs. But the other day... They DM'd me on Instagram. And I'm not just saying this to flex. Um, it's a weird flex. It's yeah. a weird flex. But because I come across them on TikTok Live, we'd, we knew that they were coming up on the show and were organizing an interview. So they had DM just to double check, you know, what was going on. Yep. And that's when I realized that I didn't follow them on Instagram. 
Got them on TikTok. Got them you on listen TikTok. To their podcast. You're obviously a and fan. Then I, but then I feel like it's too late to follow them on Instagram. Because they'll see it come up, right? Yeah. Well, they, they would have millions of followers a day that they would get. They'll get so many new followers. I gave you good advice, I feel like. I yeah. said, wait till you go to bed tonight and then follow them because hopefully you'll follow. They'll be asleep because they're over east. You'll be buried in all the other notifications they get that night. Yeah. So they won't notice it. Yeah. Because I, cause I literally spent, and this didn't make it to air, thank God, because it wasn't the most exciting. I literally spent five minutes telling them how much of a fan I was of theirs. Yeah, I just sat awkwardly. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. So if you're such a fan, why don't you follow me on Instagram? Yeah, what can you say to that? Mm, that's true. Yeah. I remember I accidentally unfollowed one of my closest friends years ago on Instagram, wow. and I still don't follow her on Instagram because I'm so paranoid about one day her seeing the follow. So I will go on her page manually so many and like her things and just, just check in with her. her. I know, but then I don't want her to be like, why did you unfollow me? I don't even know how I ended up unfollowing her. Just follow her. I think I read too much into scenarios. I think you really do. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the podcast. The Fame Game. It made it. It made it through. Yep. It is back for 2024. Now, if you don't uh, remember from last year, um, a lot of fond memories from last year, Alan. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a segment that started out um, to kind of test your pop culture knowledge because you very famously on this show claim to have none. And what we've quickly discovered is you actually have more than you give yourself credit for. Yeah, I retain more than I'd like to, to be honest. Even like we've got interviews with some people coming up this week and I'm like, I don't know who that is. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, actually, no, I do know who that is. Damn it. We're it's, you, seeping Scott through. <laughs> it's seeping through. It's seeping through. So let's see uh, how much you know around the Razzies. Okay. So I only learnt yesterday that actually the Golden Raspberry Awards, yep. I'm sure there's a story there, don't know it. But anyway, uh, so the Razzie Awards are basically the anti-Oscars. It's yep. for the worst performances of the year. So I'm going to go through some of the years and I'm going to put forward the nominees and if, tell me if you can remember who took out the worst performances for these. Okay. All right, let's go to 2019. Who won the Razzie for Worst Actress? Oh. Was it Jennifer Garner in Peppermint? Don't remember it. Amber Heard for London Fields? Don't remember it. Melissa McCarthy for The Happy Time Murders and Life of the Party? I feel like that'll be it, yep. Helen Mirren for Winchester? Yeah. Or Amanda Siegfried for The Clapper? I've never heard or seen any of these movies. No, nah, the Melissa McCarthy one was awful. It was like all the puppets that were there, and they kind of like tried to make like a Sesame Street adult version of it, and it was just awful. I'm locking that in, by the way. You know what? Yeah. No Razzie for you, you bloody Yes! yes! <laughs> all right, let's move on. Who won the 2022 Razzie for Worst Picture? Okay. Was it Diana the Musical? Oh, that sounds pretty bad. Was it Infinite? Okay. Was it Karen? That's all I know on that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she should be mad if she didn't. Yep. Was it Space Jam, A New Legacy? Oh, that was, yeah, that wasn't that bad. Or was it The Woman in the Window? Now, I will say this year, this could be a clue, it might not, yeah. but LeBron James, who played himself, took out the worst actor. Oh, Wow. <laughs> No, but the movie itself, like, he wasn't great, but the movie itself wasn't horrible. I'm going to lock in, what was the first one, Diana the Musical? Yeah. Yeah, I'm locking that in. Oh, my God. What? You bad Diana! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a single word of what you said there, but I love it. <laughs> love the energy. All right. Just to prove. Two for two. To the people, just how much of a pop culture connoisseur you are heading yep. into 2024. 
Let's finish it on a high. Who won the 2018 Razzie for Worst Actor? Okay. Was it Tom Cruise in The Mummy? Oh, that movie sucked. Jamie Dornan for Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, that movie sucked. Johnny Depp for Pirates of the Caribbean, Saltazar's Revenge. That movie was all right. <laughs> now, Mark Wahlberg, there's three titles to his name. That's a bit shady. <laughs> for Daddy's Home 2, Transform- oh, right oh, and Transformers The Last Night. Terrible That's- on that. Or was it Zac Efron for Baywatch? Take your oh. time. I know this is serious. Um, right now, in my head, it's between Zac Efron and Mark Wahlberg because Baywatch was awful, and it was critically awful as well. But Mark Wahlberg didn't have a great year of movie. I'm going to lock in. I like Daddy's Home too, so I'm going to go Baywatch, Zac Efron. I'm locking it in. No. Ah. That was a bad performance. Just let Tom Cruise in The Mummy, who took oh, it out. Oh, good, because that movie mm. was trash. I don't, I don't remember this. Yeah, it was like a more kind of horror version of The Mummy. Not like sexy Brendan Fraser version, which, by the oh. way, what a movie that is. And Brendan Fraser Was he Fraser tied well? up like a mummy in that? Who? Tom Cruise. Was he tied up? You know how they tie mummies up? Is that when he was... Like for no? mummy and daddy time? What are you talking about? No, no. I... <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Was he wearing the, the mummy... No, no, he wasn't the mummy. It was like some... Anyway. Okay, yeah. I'll never watch it. Please Let's... don't make me think about that movie ever again. <laughs> That's all I ask of you. We need to talk about your favourite thing in the entire world, Carly, sleep. Yes, because I will say to anyone, go to sleep. I am a huge advocate for sleeping and all the benefits that come along with sleeping. In fact, I once had a doctor tell me that I was sleeping my life away. Yep, literally. I think that he happens. meant that in a negative light, but I took it in a positive one. Well, because you, how much, like your ideal amount of sleep a day would be like, what, 10 hours? Yes. Yeah, that's about <laughs> what I clock. And I don't mean to rub it. Wait, wait, do you actually get 10 hours or is that like? Um, if I'm, if I want to have a really good weekend, I will. Wow. Um, I have, obviously there's a bit of planning that goes involved, involved in that, but yep. yeah, 10 hours is my ideal. I will settle for eight. I like to sit around. Settle for eight. I like to sit around nine hours. Wow. I've changed my tune a little bit. When we, uh, I think about two years ago, we were talking about how much sleep I got or more yeah. importantly, how little amount of sleep I got. And I lived comfortably about four hours, five hours. I cannot believe this. But I can't anymore. I need at least six. Like I need <gasps> at least six. You're coming round. Yeah, well, just because last year, how sick I kept getting and everything, I was like needing sleep, need sleep. And so you I do. need at least six now. Well, Every time you get sick, what do they tell you to do? Rest. Uh, and stop kissing strangers. <laughs> mainly what I get. But anyway, <laughs> uh, a new study has been found that an extra hour of sleep, not for you, Carly, I, I don't think you can have an extra hour. I don't I'll think take it. No, 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 I'm writing will. it down. I'm uh, writing it down. <laughs> they're saying it could be responsible for several health benefits, which is pretty cool, including improving your hydration and lowering your blood sh- uh, pressure, which is pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, we know this. We've spoken about this on the show. Obviously, I'm a huge advocate for it. But in the ideal world, not everyone gets that. You know, when someone, I know a couple of people that are genuinely insomniacs and my heart goes out for them or new parents as well. I feel like we're kind of almost rubbing in people's faces because people know sleep is good. Everyone wants a good night's sleep. People spend so much time and money throwing, um, I guess... Try, well, sorry, trying to get to a good night's sleep. Well, yeah, sleep, sleep study, sleep apnea, yep. kind of those machines. Are, absolutely. But 131060. Okay, where are we going with this? We, as much as we know what the perfect sleep is, which is eight hours a night, the doctors yep. have said that. If you can get more, good on you. 
but then sometimes you can walk a fine line with that. Yep. 13, 10, easy. We want to open it up. We want to know, we're going to get a gauge of how much sleep people actually get. Because they always talk about what you should get. Okay. But what is the general public actually getting? Okay. Like shift workers. Yeah, eight hours. But not everyone can just block out eight hours. You no, know what I mean? No. A lot of people can't. <laughs> eight hours is a long time. Especially when you've got kids and whatnot. Exactly. So 13, 10, 60. How much sleep are you actually getting? Do we want the extremes? Do we want the, like, no one's sleeping more than 10 hours a day. Like, no one. Like, you're the only oh, one. Oh, I would love to hear from that person right. if I, they are. I can tell you right now, that person doesn't exist. They might be asleep. They're probably asleep. Um, and then the other side of it, a little amount of sleep. Are you living off, a, a, like, a small amount of, like, three hours? Like, what are Surely you Surely there's some new parents out there. Yep. But 13, 10, 60. Maybe, maybe we have someone listening who literally is an insomniac. Because yeah. I'm always fascinated by that, how people actually manage to function. I really feel for people. Like, I am so bad if I have a bad night's sleep. Well, we heard it yesterday on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, 13, 10, 60, let's open it up. How much sleep are you getting? Your extremes, small amount, huge amount, or even just an average amount? We want to know. 13, 10, 60, let's open it up. Hit breakfast with Alan Carly. Andrew and Margaret River, good morning. Good morning. Mate, how much sleep are you getting? Uh, I get about uh, four hours, four and a half hours to five hours sleep a night. Wow. Now, you sound like you're driving. Are you allowed to be doing that? <laughs> I'm on my Bluetooth. No, I'm, no, in the I'm sense not of talking like the about al- that. I'm talking about the lack of sleep. <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I haven't really had a good night's sleep since my daughter was born. So, oh, no. um, How old's your daughter? Yeah, Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to sleep and then it, I normally wake up at about three o'clock in the morning. Wow. And then I lie in bed just thinking about stuff and then fall asleep about four and my alarm goes off at five thirty. Oh my god, Andrew, That's... that is and do, do you ever day nap, surely? Uh not very often, no. No. And you sound pretty, <laughs> he sounds pretty chipper. He sounds very chipper. Attentive enough yeah. to call us. He, he knows what's going on. Hey, uh, yeah, I just drink a lot of coffee and, you know, just work. Yeah. There it's funny, Andrew, as you're Not speaking, I can see Carly's eyes just like you're basically doing witchcraft right now in her eyes. She's like, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. Is... The math ain't mathing. <laughs> <laughs> we have the pleasure of chatting to psychic Alison Maiden. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back, Alan. Thank you very much. What's weird is how you got in the show like on time this year and I didn't. That's kind of funny, right? Like you started last week. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, they go with the favourites, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> now, Alison, my question for you uh, this week, and because uh, I'm, I'm genuinely actually curious about this. Now, the reason why it came into my head was I was at a bookshop the other day and I noticed I was selling tarot cards. And I was mm. like, okay, like everybody's kind of selling all sorts of random things at the moment. And then I was like, well, it's random tarot cards. Like, I don't, I don't quite understand how anywhere can just sell a tarot card. My wife bought some from Big W years <laughs> oh. back. And, and she used them and she read about them and she used them. And the crazy thing was what she asked of the tarot cards actually ended up being true. And it was about her getting um, a permanency with her job and this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's creeped me out a little bit. But my question for you, after all that kind of long-windedness, is tarot cards, like, is it, can you just buy them anywhere and, and they work? Is that how, how it works? Well, well, sort of. I mean, it, it, it's a very general thing. Yes, to start with, yes, you can pretty much get them anywhere now. And uh, before, back in the day, when, back in my day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the olden days, um, <laughs> you used to have to go to spiritual bookshops to get them. And it, they were sort of a bit taboo. But now, yes, they're everywhere. 
they're just an extension of somebody's um, psychic awareness or psychic ability. So your wife, lovely Julie, she would have a lot of um, psychic ability there and be able to tap into her guides through the cards, which is why she got positive answers. Oh. But the danger is if you don't know what you're doing, you can also be influenced by maybe some not so positive entities or ghosties or whatever that might be around while you're using the cards and they'll give you definitely wrong answers and sometimes even you know like devastating readings where people go oh my god it's terrible and they'll, they'll be like having a, a cry over something that's never going to happen so oh my god in- so they do it to that- throw you oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> but you know that's the thing you've got to learn how to use them properly and you've got to learn how to protect yourself when you're using them what was so the cards you, you them- have carl you're well, talking about I yesterday use angel cards because they're intuition yeah. based and i don't consider myself like high high up on the psychic scale so i feel like I, I'm more like like my in, intuition. So I feel like angel cards are like the basic level, right, of tarot. Would you say What's that, Alison? angel cards? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, oracle cards or those angel cards, et cetera, aren't actually tarot cards. Okay. Tarot cards are very specific um, to themselves and they're, they're based on the tree of life. So it's, you know, all the things that could possibly happen to you in your lifetime would be um, in those cards, whereas the um, oracle cards are more positively based, um, you know, just nice affirmation type things. So giving you a, good, a little boost to your week. Yeah. Now, I remember my I got gifted these years and years and years ago off my uncle. And I heard that apparently it's bad luck to buy your own Oracle cards and you have to have them gifted to you. Is that right, Alison? I think that's just a ploy from the shops to get people to buy stuff for people, to be honest. Yeah, you can oh, buy my uncle stuff. fell for it. <laughs> he sure did. And, it's and, always nice to give gifts, but no. Yeah, so my wife's using tarot cards, you're using angel cards, and I just use my ATM card. <laughs> I'm not Let me go back him. to Pokemon cards. It's oh, cheaper. Oh, actually, Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah, I do Pokemon yeah. cards. Something else that I've learned um, is I should be checking my other email account a little bit more often. Uh, so I've got two. I've got my classic one at Gmail. That's my professional-ish one that I do most of my stuff with, my day-to-day stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I've got the one that we all have, which is a Hotmail account. I'm only rocking the Hotmail account. Okay, Carly. And I up. know I get a lot you need of up. heat about that. My, I have a Hotmail as well. I don't use it for anything. The only thing I really get in there are ads for the most part. Can I say, when did having a Hotmail account become embarrassing? Like my username is just, it's just Carly underscore portrait Hotmail. It's nothing controversial. I don't have Sweetie <laughs> and, you know, 69 in there. Oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> no, my, my email is I took the last username at hotmail.com. <laughs> Very proud of that one. No, that's embarrassing. Thank you. Uh, that's why I use my Gmail. Uh, but I, I did check through it uh, just the other day, um, and I do it once every maybe three months or something, just like, oh, I'll see if anything went in there or whatever. And I got an email, and, and i got to be honest, it's pretty ominous right from the start. The subject line read, I recorded you. Oh, God. And I was like, what, what the hell? Well, that makes sense. We're in radio, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not that threatening when you put it into that perspective. Uh, then it reads on to say, hi, today there are sadly some bad news for you. And I went, that's interesting English, but mm-hmm. okay. Your device was infected with my private malware. Your browser wasn't um, updated and patched. In such case, uh, it's enough to uh, visit some website and in frame, place an automatically infected virus in which way you'd want to find out more with a Google Drive exploit. And they had all this other stuff, and I was like, what? I don't know what this means. <laughs> what is this thing? So, is so someone's basically saying they're watching you. My, right? mal- my malware gave me full access to all your accounts, full control over your device, and it was possible to spy on you over your camera. I do appreciate the heads up for that. Me too. Like, if someone's going to watch you from afar, at least you know they're watching you. If you think this is some bad joke, 
just know I have your password. And then they had like a random password that was there. And I'm like, I don't remember. Was that your actual password though? I don't think it was. Because I was like, I, I don't remember. It's just signed into my Google account. You know what I mean? So I don't actually know the password. Oh, I they had. actually were in there. Well, I, this is where we read on. Um, I collected all your private data and, in capitals, I recorded you satisfying yourself. <laughs> or eating a pizza. Oh, God, that'd be more embarrassing than the other act. <laughs> I make way more noises when I'm doing that. <laughs> um, after that, I removed my malware to not leave any traces, and this email was sent from a hacked server. I can publish the video of you and all your private data on the whole web, social networks, over email, unless you send me uh, $950 in Bitcoin. That's very specific. And then they give all these details, how I can do exactly that. Oh, I'll, that's good. They followed up with the details. I will give you two days time to pay. Now, this email is about three months old. Oh, no, Alan. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I'm on the internet, naked, pleasing myself or something, any pizza, who knows? Um, after receiving the payment, I'll remove everything you like and you can live your life in peace like before. Don't worry. I keep my promise. And next time, make sure that your device gets the newest security updates. Better check at the end. I will say, you yeah. know, I, this person has gone about this very polite because you found yourself in a very precarious situation, but they've given you the heads up. And they have. They've well, given I mean, you the they solution. They did that, to be fair, in their, in, as far as the email is concerned. Yep. Um, and then they've given you the preventative of how to stop it from happening again. I felt a bit arrogant at the end, if I'm being honest. Oh, no, I liked it. Okay, well, good, because I passed on your details to them. <laughs> and so you should be getting the same email. It turns out it's a scam email. No surprise. Oh, it's Damn, there you go. Yeah, it's been doing the rounds. Uh, so heads up if you got one of those. There was a moment where I was like, "Geez, if my camera was on the whole time, I have." You got to put the tape over it, the tiny bit of tape. No, no, it was my mobile phone. Oh, they can get in that. Yeah. Oh, geez. God, good luck to the hackers with me. What a boring life I live. I'm just curious what angle they'd have on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to know what the inside of my ear looks like. Oh yeah, they get a lot of that. Actually, I don't use the phone for a phone anymore. They just mainly get me. Like looking frustrated and buying stuff online. Anyway, but word of warning, it's a scam going around. It's been going around for a while, but uh, I just got it. And uh, yeah, no footage of me being leaked, I don't think, anywhere of well, me satisfying myself. I'm glad that you myself. put that out there because people can breathe a sigh of relief now. I, I mean, feel free everyone to Google me and see if they can find anything and then pass it on. And I'm not going to pull up that thread. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the video is of me pulling them. No, no, no. <laughs> Alan and Carly. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly. And Carly, you are very excited to chat to our next guest. I'm excited, but you are next level excited, Carly. I am obsessed with their podcast, obsessed with their TikToks, obsessed with everything they do. And that is Luke and Sassy Scott. Hello. Hello, Alan and Carly. Hello, now, Alan. Hello, Carly. Hello, hello. Of course, everyone can get this podcast on the listener app. And speaking of which, you've got an exciting three-part episode special coming out. You know what? We're going to be talking babies. Oh. Cue the crying sound now. <laughs> Well, do you know what's so hilarious about this to me is because first and foremost, congratulations on your journey to fatherhood, because I know it hasn't been an easy one, but what I'm very interested to hear is your take on the dynamics between the siblings, because you're getting two bubs. True. Yeah. Listen, if they're anything like me or my brothers when we were mm. growing up, I am doomed. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this word's allowed on radio, but we were legit terrorists. <laughs> Well, you know what? That terrorising has continued into adulthood because, honestly, 
you guys have, myself included, captured millions of people around the world with your dynamics together as brothers. Does that worry you about your own children? Because how would you feel if your children were fighting the way that you and Luke do? We got in trouble with this our whole lives. No fighting, like behave boys by mum and dad. We start doing this on TikTok and Instagram. We've got a podcast now. Mum and Dad are our biggest fans now. That's so good. And it only took everyone else to like what we were doing for them to come around. I swear by this and I have my whole entire life pre-us blowing up online. People love to stir me up all day and wind me. But then once I pop off, oh, I'm the worst person. I've ruined the day. I've ruined dinner. Thanks so much, Scott. Now you've made so-and-so cry. And it's like, no, you asked for it. You just don't like what you received. Well, how are you going to go being a father? Because obviously patience is a virtue when it comes to being a parent. Will you have to try and harder some of that? I think there's nothing else on this planet that could annoy me more than my brother Luke. I want to make it clear he really gets under my skin (laughs) and the uh, the kids are going to be a walk in the park if Luke's anything to go by living with well speaking of living with will he be getting the boot when the kids are there surely I'm leaving so Scott and Marcus will be heading over to Texas to pick up the kids Mm -hmm. and that's when I'm going to have my last big house party so I'd like to (laughs) shut the invite out to you now I'll change the gate code and have security come and maybe even call the police and have you shot. Your fences aren't that high. (laughs) We could jump. I'll be on Carly's shoulders. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, you'll get over for sure. I'm tall enough. I want to make it clear. Anyone tries to jump my fence, I'll knock the out of you. Oh, that was easy. I'm dead. I'm deadly serious. <laughs> I know you are. I'm scared. <laughs> Why to talk about Selena Gomez, your new bestie? Surely she can get over the fence. Yeah, you would open the gate for her. Well, yeah, absolutely. You, you guys literally just came back from LA from interviewing her. What was that like? I know it's all going to be in the podcast, so we don't give too much away. No, we'll give it all to you here. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's no exclusive with Selena. Luke, you start it because you were the one that received the message. So it was the first Wednesday of the year. Let's just call it the third. I've got no idea what date it was. I think it was like the sixth, yeah, seventh. Like, awesome. So then I open up the, the messages and it's her and her team being like, hey, clear your schedule for next week. Selena would love to meet you if you're free. And I'm like, you've been hacked. And then they've come back at me going, no, this is real. Like if you're keen, you need to start moving now because we need to book everything. So then I'm calling it like my team, Scott, like my manager. and then Your team? Like your <laughs> Selena? <laughs> All right, mate. On your end, can you turn Scott's mic off? <laughs> She flew us there business class. What? We're arriving well, to this Luke five did demand star. that, to be fair. From what oh, yeah, it sounds I was, like. I was like... <laughs> So yeah, she had us in Beverly Hills. She had us at all these top restaurants. We go to this mansion. I get blindfolded. Luke gives me a pre-heads up. He's like, mm, kind of scoppy on your behaviour here. Anyway, we start doing this what's in the box challenge. I'm feeling something move around. Take my blindfolds off. Selena's there holding it. And the rest is history. So we're just excited to have this stuff happening to us in our life. And it's and yeah, I, I'm, I'm over the moon. She's the real deal. Yeah. Well, look, I'll be honest with you, Scott. No one thinks that about you. Uh, <laughs> of course, Luke, uh, a pleasure. Thanks, uh, Luke, by the way, organising your people to organise a chat with you. We appreciate that. I'll have my people talk to Scott's people. Too. Do you have people yet, Scott? More than you. <laughs> and, of course, everyone get around on Listener, Luke and Sassy Scott, a three-part episode special. It's dropping very soon. So check it out. Thanks for your time today. Thanks so much, Thank you two you. rock stars. That was the Alan and Carly podcast.